This is the Bible in the News with Paul Billington speaking with you from Ontario, Canada. On Wednesday morning we learnt from news headlines that Palestinians had attacked a fuel supply depot on the Israeli-Gaza border at Nahal Oz, killing two civilian Israeli workers. According to the Associated Press report, plumes of smoke billowed up from the area around Nahal Oz, the sole conduit of fuel to Gaza's 1.4 million residents. Israel cordoned off the area and police and emergency service reinforcements rushed there. Channel 2 TV said the militants cut through a border fence to enter Israeli territory, killed two workers at the fuel terminal and set fuel depots afire. According to the Israeli news website Arat Sheva, a terrorist cell of some three to seven operatives used the cover of mortar fire to infiltrate through the depot, which Israel uses to deliver humanitarian aid and thousands of tons of fuel supplies to Gaza, Arabs, uh, including terrorists, at least once a week, sometimes more often. Israel's reaction so far, apart from dealing with the immediate local emergency, has been confined to the usual wordy statements about holding Hamas responsible, etc. But otherwise, as with other terrorist incidents, Israel seems to be virtually impotent. Israel has the military capability of reoccupying the whole Gaza Strip, of course, but she dare not do so for political reasons. That would bring the United States-sponsored peace process to an abrupt end. And who knows how the Bush and Rice chefs would react to that. Probably no more gravy for Israel. The current weak and inefficient government of Israel is a good example of what we read in Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 2, where it says, When the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. The people mourned a few weeks ago when eight yeshiva students were gunned down by a terrorist in Jerusalem, and they mourn again now for the two men killed at the Nahal Oz plant. Yet still the Olmut government tries to appease the Arabs, making so-called goodwill gestures, supplying humanitarian aid, while bending over backwards to please the world by endangering the lives of its own people. The opposition leader, Benjamin Netanyahu, said in a speech that there was no chance that moderate factors in the Palestinian Authority will succeed in halting terror or replacing Israeli forces in securing the territory. Israel should ensure its safety on its own and provide Palestinians with the financial growth they aspire to in order to create real peace partners, he said. But if that is what the next Israeli government plans to do, we can be sure it will not work. You just cannot buy off the extreme fanaticism of the Palestinians. Israel's rulers today are no better than those who brought about her reduction, uh, her destruction, beg your pardon, in Old Testament times. There has to be a complete change in the government system. To Israel's last reigning monarch, actually the king of Judah, it was said, as we read in Ezekiel chapter 21, verses 25 to 27, And thou profane wicked prince of Israel, whose day is come, when iniquity shall have an end, thus saith the Lord God, remove the diadem, 
take off the crown. This shall not be the same. Exalt him that is low, and abase him that is high. I will overturn, overturn, overturn it, and it shall be no more until he come whose right it is, and I will give it him. So the Bible promises a new government for Israel, and we can read about it, for example, in Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7, where it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Now these are a few characteristics that Israel needs in her government now. They need a ruler who can deal with the issues, who can deal with the enemy. This will happen in the future. There's an interesting passage of scripture found in Ezekiel chapter 25, verses 15 to 17, especially in view of the current situation. It reads, Thus saith the Lord God, Because the Philistines have dealt by revenge, and have taken vengeance with a despiteful heart, to destroy it for the old hatred, Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will stretch out mine hand upon the Philistines, and I will cut off the Kerithims, and destroy the remnant of the sea coast, and I will execute great vengeance upon them with furious rebukes, and they shall know that I am the Lord when I shall lay my vengeance upon them. Now the Palestinians of today are not the Philistines of Bible times, though we do find in this passage some interesting connections. For example, in verse 16 we read of the Kerathims. This word is made up of two Hebrew words, says Smith in his Bible dictionary. To slay and to run. In modern speech we would call them hit-and-run people, which is what terrorists are. If there is a connection of some kind between these hit-and-run people and the terrorists of the seacoast today, then they do not have a very promising future, for God says... I will execute great vengeance upon them with furious rebukes, and they shall know that I am the Lord when I shall lay my vengeance upon them. Verse 17. Isaiah promised a prince of peace who would sit upon David's throne and rule his kingdom. This kingdom of David is to be restored, a Bible promise that we can also see from the words spoken to Mary and recorded in Luke chapter 1, verses 31 to 33. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and he shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob for ever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. This is the one for whom we wait. And though they do not recognize it, this is the one who will redeem and save Israel from all her enemies. So we to continue to watch the signs. We continue to look at the news from a Bible perspective. Join us again next week, God willing, when we will be considering more of it. www.bibleinthenews.com or www.biblemagazine.com